Hey guys, welcome back to the Girls Gone Wild podcast. This week on the show, we have Amy McKelvey, and she is a good friend of our mom, Sandy, our podcast mom, Sandy. I've known about her for years, and I've been using her products for years, and I've always wanted her on the show, so finally we made it happen. She's an integrative herbalist, and I can't wait for you to hear her story, and and the kind of things that she does for women and health is pretty astounding. The way that she uses plant medicine, and I know sometimes if you hear plant medicine, at least for me, I'm like, okay, are these people just like rolling in dirt and like chewing on leaves? Well, kind of. And you know what? Keep an open mind because it may be helpful. (laughs) Amy is such a loving human being. I met her in person finally this summer, and you'll hear a little bit more about how she helped me along my wellness journey. And I'm really excited for you to hear more about how you can incorporate plant medicine into your life. So Amy also offered our listeners a special discount for her products. Her website is hervitalway.com, hervitalway.com. And the discount code is GGW. That will get you 20% off your order. So check it out. But first, listen to the episode and get a feel for the products because I think This is not just something that we're selling. We do not get a kickback. We do not get anything from this episode as far as money for the product. So just know that that's something that she really feels passionate about and wanted to share with our listeners. But um, yeah, check out the products. I use her products and I think they're obviously amazing because I trust and know where they're coming from. So without further ado, thank you so much for listening. This is Amy McKelvey. So why don't we just get started and talk yeah. about, first of all, I'm just so, I'm so glad. I mean, I just remember Sandy talking about you and we were introduced to her vital way, which is your business. Yes. Gosh, what, five years ago, I want to mm-hmm. say. And Sandy was like, you are going to love her. And of course, <laughs> like if Sandy says we're going to love someone, we're like, well, of course, that's probably like tenfold of what she actually means because Sandy's just Sandy and she's an yeah. amazing human. But then, of course, like over the years, we just kind of virtually talked. And like you were just saying earlier, it's like, it's amazing that we haven't had like a face to face conversation yeah. um, until now about everything that we're so passionate about. But we met face to face at Sandy's husband's celebration of life this summer. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was just like, oh, I feel like I'm coming home to an old friend. Like it just, right. you know, you just like meet those people that are just like, oh, I get you and you get yeah. me. Yeah. So before we kind of jump into your business and your background, Mm -hmm. I just want to say too, I think that there was a lot of like, even more mutual respect, or at least respect on my end for you. (laughs) I'm sure we both just mutually respect (laughs) each other. Is, you know, when I was diagnosed with Graves disease last year. Mm. And I just remember feeling like, uh, there's got to be other answers, like there has to be a better way. Mm -hmm. And I knew friends that had seen a naturopathic doctor, and I knew that there was healing and plant medicine. And I was I just knew that there were alternatives. But I just was scared. Because when you get a diagnosis like that, the doctors like Western medicine, and we'll get into that too, of like, I don't hate Western medicine. A lot of listeners will be like, why don't you what's up with Western medicine? Like nothing at all. Actually, it saved my life because I would have never found it. (laughs) If it wasn't for Western medicine, getting getting ultrasounds, getting blood work. And so Mm -hmm. I just remember emailing you and being like, Hey, I just want to you know, it's been a while. But 
I was diagnosed with Graves' disease and you were just so gracious with your time and like really obviously knowing what your scope is and and saying like, this is what I would check out. But, you know, turns out even after working with my naturopath for six, seven months, I mean, you were spot on too with everything that you had mentioned and I won't go into detail, but was just like, you are so in tune with everything that the body needs. And I just kind of want to point that out first and foremost, because that was also very just validating to me of just like, yeah, you know, trusting your body and listening to your Mm -hmm. body. But I think a lot of people don't understand what that means. So we can talk a little bit about that too. I just remember also just to kind of like reiterate what a great person you are, is you would just like send notes every once in a while being like, I've been thinking about you. How are you feeling? How are you doing? And I would tell you like, what I'd been working on and what the doctor had found. And you'd be like, Oh my gosh, that's great. I think one of the biggest pieces I want to bring up is how stress impacts our health. <laughs> and I really, really, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just everything. so, it's so weird because I'm like, you know, I'm 44. I feel like I'm 25 and I, we feel like we can handle it all. And I think the world like kind of pressures us to be like hustle and handle it all. Um, right. But I mean, it kind of wears us down. So I'm going to stop and yeah. pause right there and let you just talk a little bit about yourself. I'm going <laughs> to shut up. And I want you to tell our listeners about you, how you got into the field you're in and what your experience is. And then we'll go from there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, I'm an integrative herbalist. And, and what that means is that I borrow from all different types of healing modalities. So whether it's traditional Chinese medicine or Ayurveda or Unani Tib, you know, these, uh, these are ancient healing practices that have been around for thousands of years and have relied on herbal medicine. And that was their pharmacopoeia. That was their pharmacy was herbal medicine. Um, I was raised by um, a lot of sort of folk herbalists um, that go way back in my family. So gardeners and people that were really in touch with the land. I saw my mother and my father both go out to the garden separately because my parents were divorced. Um, But I saw them both handle stress by going out into the garden and and making remedies, you know, for us. And so... uh, Uh, just to make a very long story, like we all have a short, I, uh, in college was diagnosed uh, with adult asthma, which really threw me because I'd always been very athletic. And I just woke up one night and I couldn't breathe. And that is a very dramatic way to like realize that you have a condition. (laughs) Breathing is essential. That's all I need to say. Yeah. I think breathing Um, is the one thing people would agree is probably something you really get nervous about if you don't have it. You get really (laughs) nervous about. And so, um, of course, the protocol was um, from my doctor was you need to get, you know, no problem. You can manage this. Just go on steroids and have an inhaler. And so I tried that and it made me feel awful. I would get really shaky. The steroids made me feel uh, hungry all the time and just anxious. And I just thought they're just like you, Joy. I thought there has to be a better way. This doesn't make sense. Intuitively, this doesn't feel right for me. And if I got it late in life, and this is something that's just happened, I can also get rid of it. I just felt this power to tackle it a different way while still keeping an inhaler in my purse. Right. So I was responsible if I went for a hike or something, I had that backup. But I started reading um, constantly about the lungs and about health. And I found Dr. Andrew Weil. This was, you know, in the 90s. And um, 
And everything that he said made sense. And then I went to my library and I found an old herbal book and that started to make sense. I thought, what? There are plants that actually support my lungs. I got to try this. There are foods that support my lung function. Oh, stress is a component, causes inflammation. Oh, that's aggravating my lungs. And I started looking at what was going on in my life, right? As a new college student under stress, I'd had a very stressful prior year, which is very important with our health. Look at what has happened in the last few years, not just what's happening today. So I just, I started to slowly heal and little by little, I didn't need the inhaler and I had removed myself from the steroids because I knew that was just uh, not for me. And that experience just changed my life because I thought, look what I did. Look what little old me did who doesn't have, you know, any degree in medicine. I just listened to my body and I was patient and I made little changes every day. I was consistent with the changes. And so I had, I went into marketing uh, fast forward and I was doing marketing for the natural products industry. And I was writing about herbs a lot and I was writing about the body and whether it was a skincare company, a beverage company, a supplement company, I was the herbal kind of voice of the brand. And then my best friend of 30 years was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. And for anyone listening who's had that kind of diagnosis or a family member that has, and unfortunately nowadays we all have touched cancer. Cancer has touched all of us. It really, it radically changed me because she was extremely healthy. She exercised all the time. She took care of herself, mother of three very young children. And watching that journey with her fighting cancer, um, it changed me profoundly. And I decided I got to do something else. And so I told my husband, I'm burnout from traveling and from marketing. I'm going to take a sabbatical and I'm going to go deep with herbs. In my family, it's always been folk, which I have great respect for. Don't get me wrong. Um, folk medicine is how we're, we're all here. <laughs> So that's the foundation of medicine. Um, But I wanted to understand from the science part of it, why these plants work in the way that they do. And I wanted to speak with great knowledge about it, even though you're always a student of of plants and of learning. Um, And I wanted to be able to help people. I wanted to have a clinical practice and I wanted to help my best friend desperately. So I took a year off and I every day went to the California School of Herbal Studies, which is in Sebastopol, um, founded by Rosemary Gladstar, who is the mother of Western herbalism. And it was transformative. I'm an emotional creature. (laughs) And so I would cry every day I'd pull into campus because I'm surrounded by these gorgeous plants and trees. And I had been in the corporate world and flying four and five times a month. And my soul just said, oh my gosh, this is it. This is it. I'm so glad we're here. And I, you know, I was one of the oldest in the program that year. It just happened to be a program of all women, which doesn't always happen. There's mostly men too. And I went very deep with herbs and I loved it, loved it, loved it. And I started to heal all these different parts of myself that I didn't know were in in imbalance, right? Because that's what health is. It's about balance. And so my digestion improved, you know, my sleep improved my nervous system. I come from a line of fiery, very intelligent, passionate people. Well, that's not always easy on the nervous system. (laughs) So, so I just, you know, and then I got back into my career, but in a more informed way. And I was able to help my friend. Uh, She ultimately passed away from from stage four cancer. There's not a lot of funding or research for stage four. I have strong feelings about that, obviously. But I made her time here and her passage into whatever's next easier. And that was everything to me. Mm -hmm. So uh, I started a clinical practice and then I started her right away because I thought I can't just help other companies be, you know, more lucrative and sell more of their product. I have to help people. That's, that's my why. That's what lights me up. Um, And that's why I started her right away. 
So what, going back to the days when you were kind of driving up and you were saying like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. (laughs) What was it that was connecting you to this field of work? There was a peaceful, nurturing energy at the school because it's surrounded by a a large, extensive herbal garden that was nurtured for years by a a very famous herbalist named Leslie Gardner and uh, all kinds of herbalists. And you know, I had to drive through, there was literally a pathway. It's one of the reasons why I named my company Her Vital Way. Pathways are very important to me. Uh, Pathways in the body, pathways of healing, um, and just our journey here. Um, And it was that journey into the woods and into this garden taking, um, that's a great question, Joy, because actually it was even more than that. It was that I had said yes to me. And that was a huge part of it. And I was so proud of myself. I wasn't chasing money. I wasn't chasing all these, you know, bells and whistles that people get impressed by. A lot of people thought I was crazy for leaving a really big job. I was a vice president of marketing and I was taking a sabbatical to literally go out in the woods. They're like, what are you going to be just picking berries every day? Yeah. (laughs) Like all these hippies. Yeah. That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and there was a quote, let me see, I haven't thought of it in a long time, but there was a quote on the gate when I pulled in to have my like interview, because you have to interview to be accepted. And the quote said, the gate to the garden in the garden of the senses lies the pathway to the spirit. And I think what happens in life is that we get desensitized to things. And we need to take breaks. We need, I talk about rest and restoring a lot. I wrote to you about it as somebody who gives and gives and gives. We have to create time and space to rest and restore. Gardens and plants invite us to do that. Saying yes to our innermost desires and listening to that little voice invites us to do that. And in that downtime, I always say root to rise. People that do yoga know this phrase a lot, but I'm a gardener. And so for me, root to rise has a different meaning, but we have to have a deep, extensive root system if we want to rise. And what happens is so many of us are focused on what's above ground and what the world sees and is my flower pretty and is my flower bright and is it tall and is it strong and is it successful and... But what's below? What's nourishing that flower? Oh my God. And it's so true. Yeah. I found nourishment at Herb School. It literally saved my life in that my life became my life again. I was off track from what matters to me. And I think a lot of people are. I think that's a normal, that's normal. We're surrounded by each other. We're pulled in a million different directions and society and family and friends and well-intentioned people and influence. Everybody tries to tell us what we should do. Yes, But if yes, we yes, don't yes. know ourselves mm-hmm. and we don't listen to that voice, we're, we're lost. We're never grounded. So... It reminds me recently, I was talking to Sandy, we were doing an interview yeah. for the show and she talked about like, what is your capital D doing? What are you doing every day? That's like really an intentional practice. And yes. for people who want to listen to that episode, I don't, I can't remember when we're going to release it in relation to this episode, <laughs> but the episode title will be capital D doing. She mentioned how other people's doing, and I'm putting air quotes, is like, she felt like that's what she had to do, whether it be like going for a walk to be intentional. And like, that's your doing time is just to go for a walk and be in nature. And she's like, I just didn't want to do that. No, (laughs) she's like, I, I I like to be in my rose garden. And so that's what I do every day to be have my capital D doing. And that just means doing something with intention where that is what you are doing in the present moment. You're not doing anything else. You're not listening to anything. You're not focusing on anything else. But 
it's interesting that you say that is just how much we think we're being present and that we're taking Mm -hmm. care of ourselves, but we're really not. We're not. And how do we start to recognize that? I mean, I can Mm -hmm. only speak from my experience, which everyone has heard a bazillion times on this show, but basically it's like, when you mentioned how we look at like the past three years or the past five years, that really hit home for me because I was like, oh, yeah, like the past three years of, you know, my job was Mm -hmm. literally killing me, but I didn't recognize it until it actually caught up with me. Right. And now I know what to do. (laughs) Now I know what not to do. (laughs) And, you know, I don't ever want to get to a point where it has to get that bad for me to recognize the signs. But, and, but I think everyone has their own journey with that. And I think where Mm -hmm. people struggle with this conversation is they feel like it's their fault. No, you know, and so how do you approach that where people will sometimes be like, well, if I'm not this epitome of health taking care of my roots, it's somehow my fault. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, we just kind of are taking all this as information. And now we can adjust. That's right. That's right. And that's why I mean, I talk a lot about listening to the body. And um, when you talk about fault, you know, fault doesn't get us anywhere. And we all need to learn to talk back to the negative voice inside and say, you know what? No, thank you. When have you ever served me? Listening to your negative voice, when has it ever served you? So you have to just take fault off the table. It's the same in relationships, right? In your work, you see this a lot. This idea of blaming someone for something, it doesn't help in the healing process. So ultimately, we have to approach ourselves with tremendous kindness. And the beauty of that is when we all start treating ourselves with kindness, we treat others with kindness. That's what happens. And so people will get a diagnosis and they'll say to me, I don't know how I did this to myself. I don't know how I did this. I thought I was doing everything right. I exercise, I eat well. And, and so I let that all out and I listen to it because it's like a big exhale. You have to let people share what they're feeling. And then I say, okay, well, let's talk about how the body works because ultimately none of us are taught it. It's so ridiculous. We're inside this vessel, right? We go through school. Some people go through 12 years, you know, whatever, 16, 18, 20. And unless you major in something that's in the health sciences, you don't know about your own body. It's ludicrous. Most people never see a cadaver. They don't see inside a body. So first of all, there's no fault. None of us were taught about our body at a young age. And that's when it should start having an understanding, listening to the body, respecting the body and what it does. Cause it's awesome. It's awesome what the body does every day, what it achieves. So getting back to fault, it's like, you know, we talked about, well, what's been going on for several years. And then here's the key thing that I always like to bring up joy. What's happened in your family? Like, you know, people don't, talk about genetics a lot, but it's a part of who we are. It's part of our story. So if in my family, there's a history of nervous system imbalance, uh, or if there's circulation problems, you know, if my great grandmother's ankles, you know, swelled and everyone said, you know, oh, grandma has cankles. And it was this joke. That's a sign. There's some circulatory problems. If there's uh, some sort of digestive problems, you know, oh, mom always had tummy issues. And whenever we traveled, these are the pieces of our story. We have to put together to understand ourselves. And what my clients love about that is it takes away that sense of like guilt. It's like, oh, now that you mention it, wow, everybody in my family, you know, got cold sores. Wow. Everybody in my family, when they'd get a cold, it would always go to their lungs. And then they start to realize, wow, I'm not just, I'm not just dealing with my life. I'm dealing with 
the lives of everyone in my family. And I can heal my family line. I can change this pathway so that my children, if I have children, they have a different inflammatory process. They have different pathways because that's what's the beauty of the body. It changes, it changes. And that's why I have a hard time with anyone who is not going to recognize or appreciate or you know just that acknowledgement that yes, you have a diagnosis, but it's not permanent. And you, you there are things that you can do, uh, powerful things that you can do to change that diagnosis. And that's where these ancient healing systems are so important for all of us to learn about because it's an integration of all these things. Western medicine is amazing, right? I'm not going to go see an herbalist if I get in a car accident and I have a huge gaping wound. It's just not what's going to happen. Take me to take me to the emergency room now. Right. Right? Let me stop the bleeding. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I exactly. constantly say that. Like we're not, I'm never no. going to Never dissing no, Western medicine. It's just that integrate. To yeah, the integration. Yeah. Yeah. They need to work together. You have in Europe, you have doctors who are also botanists that are nutritionists. Our doctors need to know about food. They need to know about plant medicine. So if I go to my eye doctor, she should or he should know about bilberry extract, that it brings circulation to the eyes, that it helps uh, reverse or at least slow down macular degeneration. They should know these things. If you're an expert in a field, you know this too, you pull from every area. It's a deep, broad, expansive knowledge. It's not a linear, singular track. Singular tracks don't get us, you know, they get us to a point, but at what expense and at what cost? And, and this whole idea of rest and restore and going slow, the body is comprehensive. It's all connected. And when you go slow and you listen to the body and you start healing all different areas, then substantial change happens, but it takes time. And our concept of time and our willingness to wait is problematic in our culture. Well, that's a good point too. of bringing I'm just going to use myself as an example again is, you know, I could easily when I started talking about my journey, for example, with Graves disease, which I yeah. am now in what I'm going to call lifelong remission, I don't have yes. it anymore, which feels so good to say every time I say it. But I'm like, I'm in lifelong remission, uh, which again, like, sure, it could come back, but I'm not going, sure. I'm not going to do what I did before. Like, no. so I'm pretty sure You've that changed. it's not. Yeah, I've changed. You've changed. So but for my examples, when I started talking about that, I never want people to feel guilty that they didn't go the route I went. I'm like, no, this yes. was just something that I wanted to explore different avenues. Right. And you know, some people would write and say, gosh, I wish I hadn't had my thyroid removed. I feel so bad now. I'm on medication my whole life. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what? You took that route and you can still take hold of your health however you want. Everyone has, you know, different paths, her vital right. way. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I feel like that is something that I just want to make very clear is that yeah. there's just no, there's no like perfect way. I think we get stuck in this like idealistic. Oh, we do. Like, and it's nonsense. It's almost like this competitive, like who's the healthiest. And oh, I yeah. just like, that's ridiculous. That's not at it all what ridiculous. I'm saying. You know, it there's no ridiculous. like, who can be the most optimized. And I just <laughs> like, that's not what we're looking at here. Like, we're not talking to like biohacking no. to be the most like perfect human. No. But it's just like, I was very much patient. And I yeah. knew that I didn't want to go the route that, you know, I just remember this endocrinologist who kind of poo pooed me exploring a naturopathic doctor route. Mm -hmm. And I it was it was so disheartening. And I just remember being like, like, can't you just support me? But yeah. you know, I had her for one visit, and I went on my merry way. <laughs> and my naturopathic doctor was like, I get it all the time. Like, this is no news for me. Like, doctors yeah. just it's not Western medicine doesn't 
understand the paradigm paradigm of Eastern medicine. It's fine. No. Like, Joy, we're just going to move forward. Yeah. But you have to be patient. It took me a good six months. And granted, that wasn't a lot of time because mm-hmm. I caught it very quickly. Like I knew within a month that I was going in a different direction. I was like, my body is not my body. Mm-hmm. And it took a good six months, but I was patient and it took a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It took a lot of work and not a lot of work, meaning I had mm-hmm. to really change and slow down. Can you talk about what that looks like for people to slow down and be patient and maybe yeah. as it relates to the nervous system and what how that's all sure. connected sure so uh, I, I'm sure your listeners have heard so many people talk about you know um, fight or flight syndrome and stress hormones but what happens um, you know there's this multitasking thing and you see it all over uh, the, our modern society that we actually celebrate being able to do a thousand things at once and still smile and it's wow isn't that amazing it's really, it's really uh, draining to the body. And the body is designed to thrive in a sense of balance. So anytime any area gets out of balance, your digestion, you know, your liver function, your sleep cycles, your circadian rhythm, that imbalance creates a domino effect and you get imbalance all over the body. And if you're constantly running on adrenaline and doing a lot and you don't have that proper rest and restore time I was talking about, and rest and restore is not sitting, flipping through magazines. It's not on your phone. It's not having conversation with friends. For the body to heal, you really need to quiet external energy. And so if it's like Sandy and it's being in a rose garden, if it's going for walks, if it's doing dishes with no noise and doing dishes slowly, anything that you can focus all your energy on, create alpha waves in the brain. Those are those meditative, you know, that that the brain gets into a place where it's got a singular focus. It's happy. Your heart rate, you know, your heart rate normalizes blood sugar. Everything gets into this rhythmic, calm place. And that rest and restore is really important because the body then can recharge. It can recalibrate, right? So you're not producing too much of one hormone or too little of one. Your your gastric juices, your bioflow, your epithelial lining in your gut. There's so many gut issues right now. Well, stress and constantly being on the go and eating quick meals and gulping down our drinks and there's an energetic component of our bodies that we have to stop denying. It's as simple as when you take a drink of water, what is the energy that you drink drink that water with? Do you slam it back while you've got a mouthful of food and you're in the car? Or do you exhale, take a deep breath, pause, and take a sip of water? Like it's being kind. I talk about that a lot, but it's, I can't overstate this enough. Be kind to your body. Think of your body as a friend, right? Have you given your friend a break today? And so, you know, when you were saying there's no optimal, the reason why I want to talk about that is it's a problem now. You have people that spend their whole day listening to others and what their journey was and then writing it down, go, okay, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try this. And they're all over the place. They're like a dandelion in the wind and all the little seeds are blowing everywhere. And it's like, turn all that noise off after you've done a lot of research. Research is fantastic. And then settle yourself, write down the things that resonate to you, that intuitively just feel right for you, knowing what you know about yourself. And then put together your own protocol, your own plan, and give yourself time. And yes, I think it's important to work with practitioners of all different kinds, whether it's on your body for massage and like getting your lymphatic system moving and draining. We get stagnant from stress. 
the body isn't releasing toxins. It builds up, it causes inflammation and inflammation is at the heart of all chronic disease and all imbalances. So what can we do to reduce inflammation? The foods we eat, anti-inflammatory foods. Some people don't even know what those are. Food is medicine. There are herbs that are powerful anti-inflammatories. There are herbs that are not only powerful anti-inflammatories, while they're reducing inflammation, they help you sleep. They calm your gut. They reduce gas. You know, they make you a better friend, a partner. You know, herbs have all these different characteristics, just like people do. So they're my favorite way for people to really start to slow down because you know, I used to be really annoyed when I worked full time and I had two young kids and I have chickens and I have a garden and I take on too much. I say yes to everything. And people would say to me, you know, I don't know why your, you know, your digestion isn't good or you can't sleep or you can't breathe or you get cold sores or you, you get bronchitis. You just need to do some yoga. And I would be furious because it's like, when do I have the time to right. do yoga? So, and I was in a different place in life. And then you start to learn, okay, there are plants that can help me calm down a little bit so that I can create the space to start thinking about myself in my life and say, I can get up early. I have two young kids, but if I get up even a half an hour early and I just sit in my dark living room and I do nothing, that is a gift to myself. That's a great way to start the day. I'm not getting up because a child's crying or because somebody needs something or the dog's barking. I'm getting up for myself, even if it's five minutes, it matters. That quiet time matters. And so when you talk about stress and it building up, if you're constantly multitasking and you're doing a lot, even exercise, exercise is great, but if there's never rest and restore time, your body perceives exercise as just another stress. It's like, great. It's just another thing I have to do. Energy out, energy out, energy out. When does energy come in? A cup of chamomile tea, energy in, calm your body, soothe all the, you know, your, the tissue in your throat, wash away viruses that are lingering in your throat take a deep breath, just drink a cup of tea. There's these little things that we're not incorporating into our life anymore. And we just go for the big things. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But the body loves little tiny um, signs of love. And don't we all? I don't want somebody that cares about me to just once every five years, tell me they love me or do something nice. I sure like it every day. I like a little kiss on the neck, a little smile, a little, hey, here's your tea. I like little things every day. The body's the same way. Love is yeah, love. Like tending you know? to the garden, tending. like you said. Like you <laughs> said, I mean, we, we use that in therapy with like tending to the garden of your relationship it. every day. It's like, oh yeah, why don't we do that with our body? And why? You know, it's because we do we, it with our cars. We do right? with our cars. We just, <laughs> I think my own unofficial opinion is just like, this the culture has made us the culture it's the culprit of us thinking that we have to handle it all and we have to keep up and we have to be mm. the shiniest flower like i love the analogy you made earlier of just it has yeah. to be the prettiest and it has to be the biggest bloom and but that's right when you have no roots to ground yeah. or the roots are just completely yeah. devoid of any nutrients then that's you can't right. pull from anything and it, no. it's easier said than done i get it i get that especially women are, are under a great amount of pressure and dealing with families and oh, yeah. a lot especially of the, during the pandemic especially I mean, during just, the pandemic i it's mean hit women really hard it's very hard and i mean all the research shows that is women spent more time with the children i mean they do That's anyway right. <laughs> but yeah, right. with the pandemic they were working what an extra like 24 hours a oh, week yeah they and, were teachers they yeah. were yeah yeah and, e everything 
everything. So, you know, it all does add up. And so I know that this can be probably frustrating at times to be like, what am I going to have the time? But I think just even taking a breath and being nice to yourself is taking that pause. You don't have to go out and run to a yoga class. But I mean, just even stopping. And I mean, I think of like the sassy dietitian, Laura Ligos, we've had her on our show so many times. And I'll never forget, I I was talking to her offline one time just about eating and digestion. And she's like, it sounds like you just need to slow your roll. And she says this (laughs) all the time, like on her Instagram is like, slow your roll. And I'm like, what do you mean? Isn't there like some magic thing that's going to help my gut? And she's like, no, just slow down. Like sit down. Yeah. Let your (laughs) body Sit down and eat. Yes. Yeah. Let's I'm like, what do you, wait, body catch up. I'm sorry, can, what, no, what else do you mean by that? You know, it's just like, no, just like slow your roll and slow yeah. down. And we just, I think we really underestimate the power of slowing down. We do. I would say, in fact, and, and it's the first place that I start with all of my clients. Uh, it's the reason why I started her right away. Stress is everything. And we don't slow down. We don't even know what slowing down is. And slowing down is quieting the mind it's slowing down the body. It's normalizing our breathing. You know, people are always saying, you know, I can't get a deep breath. I can't get a deep breath. And it's like, well, you got to (laughs) exhale. You got to let do a big exhale so that you almost feel like you're going to pass out and there's no air in you and then hold it, relax the body. And then a big inhale that just doing that like four times a day. I tell people that aren't into like, they don't want to hear any woo-woo stuff from me. While you're driving, just hum. The simple act of humming soothes the nervous system, relaxes the facial muscles, relaxes the jaw, the lips, and it makes you giggle. And like, whatever happened to just making ourselves laugh? If you don't have the time in your life to make yourself laugh, I'm telling you right now, something's wrong. It's There's not enough rest and restore time because when you rest and restore, you start to see abundance. Even when you're operating from a deficit and everything around you is falling apart, you start to notice the hummingbird. You start to notice the cloud. Like these things are not here by accident. They're not here. You know, it's not just landscaping. The plants are here. They're medicine. They're here to help energetically, visually. They're stunning. They ground us. There's something bigger than us. Call it whatever you want, but there's something bigger than us. And that's important Um, because the day that life becomes so self-centered is that's when disease happens. But when you start to focus on others, when I have been my sickest physically, mentally, energetically, when I start to shift my view and start giving to others, and I don't mean, you know, we talk about people giving to others and then not giving to themselves, but just doing making soup for myself and then giving some to a friend, bringing a flower to a neighbor, those little acts pull me out of myself and I start to feel better. And this is where tea and herbs are so important because if you're not taking the time to really see life and see nature, an herb, drinking an herb, you know, that doesn't have any stimulants in it. So when I say herbal, I mean, no caffeine, drink some lemon balm, drink some chamomile, have some passion flower, have some just oat straw. You know, people have oats. Well, it's like oats have healing properties. They're a trophy restorative for the nervous system. Just having oats every day is good for you. Plants 
send these messages to the body to slow down. They also send messages of like, I'm here for you. They heal with loving kindness. Our bodies have evolved alongside of plants since the beginning of time. Our bodies understand plants. So when your life is crazy and you can't find even how to slow down, start incorporating plants, start incorporating adaptogens. There are plants that are specifically designed to help the body respond to stress in more productive ways. Start taking them. They're safe. Adaptogens, in order to be an adaptogen, like Rishi's, Ashwagandha, Astragalus, my favorite, Shisandra, they do no harm. They can't be called an adaptogen unless they meet that criteria. They do no harm. They work with you in an individual way. They look at your body and they heal areas that are operating from a deficit or that are over, right? They're overproducing and they bring it back into balance but they take time. Most adaptogens take three months to really create systemic changes. But we have a society that says, oh, but I've been having a Rishi latte, you know, once a week and I don't feel anything different. And, and <laughs> would you say that people have to meet it halfway too? Like yes. you can't keep your same lifestyle and just be That's like, well, I'm right. just going to take an adaptogen. <laughs> That's right. What's wrong? These herbs don't work. And it's like, you have to take responsibility. So it's incorporating all these different things. It's a comprehensive approach. And there is no optimal way. The optimal way is really your way. What is your path to healing? How do you get there? And what's right for your life? You talk about people having remorse because they had a procedure or something. Nonsense. Throw it out the window. It doesn't serve you. You made a decision that felt right in the moment. Move on from it. Let's take a break. Let's take a break and talk about our amazing sponsors, Ned, the makers of the CBD that we love and we know and trust, Ned, Ned, Ned. I talked last time about the sleep blend. I still am using this. And this is something that I truly, truly can honestly say helps me sleep at night. You just put a dropper under your tongue 30 minutes before bed and I sleep like a baby. And remember when I said I had host hotel sleep? I still have hotel sleep with the sleep blend. So I highly recommend that new product. And I've been really loving their stress blend. I feel like with Miles being in school, being back in kindergarten. And there's just, I feel like I'm juggling a thousand bajillion things a day. And I take the stress blend kind of towards the end of the day, like maybe when I'm making dinner, because the evenings for me, like dinner time and bath time and bedtime are when I have the least amount to give, but have to do the most. Like I'm tired, but I like anyone with young kids, you know, that like the, the slip and slide to bedtime is the most stressful part of the day. And even though you've like, by the time, time. It's time to clean up dinner. You've already lived most of your day. Like the hardest part is still in front of you. So I'm taking the stress blend maybe like while I'm making dinner to try to get out in front of that. And it's definitely helping me just feel more balanced. It's not taking away the stress by any means, but it's giving me a little bit more to be able to handle it to handle it and be able to kind of take a step back and take a deep breath and creating a little more space around those stressful situations. So we love Ned. We love their products. The people who founded the company are really great, very trustworthy. They grow all of their hemp here in Colorado. And if you don't know about CBD, you can head to their website. They have a lot of information on their website that explains exactly what CBD is, what it does, what part of the hemp plant it comes from, why it does not get you high, and why if you are regularly drug tested, what you can expect about CBD. They have a lot of great educational resources about that on their website. If you want to try the new De-Stress Blend from Ned, a brand that we love and trust, we have a special offer for our podcast. Every order over $40 qualifies for 15% off 
plus a free de-stress blend sample, go to www.helloned.com forward slash joy or enter joy at checkout to take advantage of this offer. That's helloned, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash joy to get 15% off plus a free de-stress blend sample on any order over $40. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring our program and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. And thank you to our listeners for supporting the brands that support our podcast. Start incorporating herbs. It doesn't matter if you don't have your uterus anymore. It doesn't matter if you don't have your thyroid anymore. You still have the rest of your body. You still have your nervous system. Yes. (laughs) You know, you got a lot in there. You got a lot in there. Start today. But this negative dialogue that we all fall prey to and we all listen to, it has to stop. It doesn't serve us. And I think that plants, uh, particularly when people are letting you down, which happens a lot if you're a sensitive individual um, and the world is feeling like it's off its rocker, um, plants normalize things and they just start to create space in the body and create a sort of like you can breathe deeper, you know, I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. Science has proven it. There's been all kinds of clinical studies, fabulous clinical studies on the efficacious nature of plants and their chemical constituents and how they work in the body. But what I want people to start becoming students of is start learning about one plant, just one plant once a month. Imagine for the rest of your life, if you said, I'm going to get to know chamomile, I'm going to have it every day. And I'm going to pay attention to what it does to my digestion, to my sleeping, you know, to my outlook, to, to my mood, to my skin. Next month, I'm going to try lemon balm. The next month, I'm going to try oat straw. Then I'm going to switch to passion flower and see if it helps me sleep. One a month. I mean, come on. It's just about respect. The plants are here. Get to know them. Yeah, that's, I have, (laughs) no, so I have a question that came up when you were talking about getting to know plants because my naturopath recommended spearmint for something and I can't remember what it was, but it was a, she's like, drink spearmint tea and it's, I've, but I get, so I'm going to ask you this. I get, if I drink too much, I can like taste it. Like it almost like indigestion. What is that about? Just too much? (laughs) It's just too much, right? Listen to your body. It's too much. Right. Well, so the interesting thing about the mint family, especially if the GI tract is an area of weakness, is that, um, so it's, mint family is carminative, so it expels gas, but it also can relax the the sphincter muscles, like the one from the esophagus. So if you're drinking too much of it, you're relaxing that sphincter muscle at the esophagus and you're literally just keeping oh, it open. It's just so like, okay. Come up, right? Interesting. Okay. So small doses, you know, small there's doses. all these herbal supplement companies and everyone's about, you know, take whatever, take six grams of turmeric. It's like, I really want people to listen to their bodies and start small, get to know the herb. You'll be very surprised how little you need. And then you're going to know when you need to increase it. Right. But start with your baseline. I mean, herbs are powerful. American Native American Indians thought that they were so powerful that even when you got to know an herb, if you didn't have it near you, you could call its energy forth. And doesn't mm. that make sense? Because mm-hmm. when you have a friend that you love, even when they're not around, you just think of them. And then they text you and it's so and, weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can call their energy in and say, oh my gosh, you're not near me, but I need you. And they make you feel better. We're playing yeah. the same thing. So develop a relationship with plants and don't overdo it, right? Like don't have six cups of spearmint tea. <laughs> um, oh, have yeah. one I'm cup. Like, I'm 
drink right? all of it. And then I was like, oh man, it's just like coming right back up. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. It's relaxing that sphincter muscle. Um, so, you know, it is about starting slow and one cup is not going to do anything to you. There's this innate fear that people have, and that's been kind of bred into us. And, and it's unfortunate because, you know, the, the wise way of the woman healers that are a part of every ancient culture, they passed on this knowledge and they shared it with everyone. And that's kind of been lost in our, in our society. And I want to bring that back. And that is a big reason why I also named the company Her Vita Way. It's like, let's return to the way of the woman. Let's return to this when something isn't right in the body and it doesn't feel good. Let's listen to the body. Let's incorporate changes to our diet. Let's incorporate herbs. Let's start focusing on our sleep, stress reduction, meditation. See if that improves anything. Talk to a doctor if it doesn't start to improve it, get tests done. You know, it's like incorporate it all. But I really feel strongly that the plants need to be a part of it. And so, you know, this idea that like you can just uh, silence the body if there's a symptom and then it's fine. It's like, that doesn't work well. You know, if you don't take your trash out every day, just ignore it. It's going to build up in your house. You're not going to be able to put it in the outdoor trash. It's going to become a mess. You got to deal with things in the moment. And it's like, if you're not sleeping, that's a problem. All right. That's changing your hormones radically. If you're not eating well, that's a problem. Your body's not getting nourishment. You're getting mineral imbalances. You're getting inflammation. If you're not going to the bathroom, if you're not eliminating every day, and this is a big one that people ignore. I mean, I ask those questions. When I first meet people, it's like, tell me what's going on with your daily routine. Because if you're not eliminating, you are creating a toxic buildup. Your lymphatic system is stagnant. Your digestion is stagnant. You're irritable. Your nervous system, the body's in a state of stress that you don't even know. And that basic function, people don't even understand how important it is. That's crazy. And they don't know that you can take an herb that supports the liver, like yellow dock or milk thistle or dandelion root, that's going to actually get you regular. You know, I used to travel all the time for work. And every time I traveled, I just would get backed up. Yeah, right? I was I could, off my routine. I was the same way. I could never yeah. poop when I was traveling. No. And, and it would just, and it would make like, me so mad because I was oh, like, oh, awful. man, I'm going to have yeah, to like be constipated <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. There's a reason no, we do it. Totally. But there are herbs that help, right? Like don't go to a, don't go to a commercial laxative that's like just hits the body. Like you got to go. No, a gentle herb that you just drink the tea. It's bitter. It's a hepatic herb. It produces more bile, peristaltic action. It says to the body, okay, relax. It's time to, you can go, you can do this. It's okay. Even it's okay. Though, <laughs> even though you're not home, it's okay to poop. It's okay, yeah. <laughs> even though it's not your toilet. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, I'm just taking a little bite of the outside of an orange or a lemon. These are things people used to know that that's a bitter, that's a natural, inexpensive bitter. Nonsense. You do not need to have tons of money to do herbal medicine. Our wealth should not dictate our health. These remedies are out there. Grab a little piece of a leaf and chew on it. You know, know the plant first. <laughs> so I'm big about like learning right. about plants. Yeah. Don't poison yourself, everybody. <laughs> right. Don't poison yourself. Right. And actually there are very yeah. few plants. I mean, stay away from, you know, if you don't know mushrooms and stuff, but most of the plants out there, you know, are very, very safe. A large number of plants, the majority of them are very, very safe. If you're intrigued, start reading about them. You know, there are so many good books. Rosemary Gladstar, you know, or her, her um, Healing Wisdom for uh, Women, uh, James Green, which is like a handbook for herbal medicine. It not only teaches you about the herbs, but actually how to make the remedies. You know, uh, Leslie Gardner, my my mentor from herb school, the, the gardener there, um, she has a, I think it's um, like Grow It, Heal 
Scarlet book with Christopher Hobbs, who's a wonderful herbalist. Don't do the herbalist, like Google the herbalist. <laughs> Don't Dr. Google, uh, a Google herbalism, but go to actual trained herbalists, read their books. Um, there's an online forum called Learning Herbs. There's the American Herbalist Guild. Go to these resources, learn about herbs and go to your local herb shop support your local herb shop. You know, someone's passionate enough to start an herb shop. Uh, they know about herbs. They care about herbs. Most of them have classes. There's deep knowledge there. Learn about it. And then start asking the people in your family. Ask your grandma, ask your grandpa. So what did you do when you had a tummy ache? What did your mom do? What did she give you? What did you do when you couldn't sleep? You know, start asking them these questions. This is that, that lore, that tradition that we all need to carry forth. It empowers our kids right now, the mental health issues. If kids knew they could drink chamomile and lemon balm and passion flower to slow their roll and to feel better, to calm and quiet their mind, you know, it's empowering. And it also makes you feel very supported by this world that sometimes can be very harsh and isolating. So when you learn that plants are here to help us, it feels good. That's I like the just learning about one plant because that's a yeah. great place to start. start so I'll post the links to the people that you mentioned in the show yeah. notes. But let's talk about Her Vital Way and what yeah. makes it different. What was your passion towards creating this company? And what kind of like makes it different from other companies? Mm. Um, and then what the products are about and why you chose to make these specific products and how sure. they can help women? Sure, that's a great question. So Her Vital Way, my, my driving, uh, the driving force behind that was, of course, my best friend and realizing that she wanted access to information and she was overwhelmed and, you know, she'd hear something about a product, she'd buy it. And then she'd reach out to the company and say, you know, can I take this with my chemo? Is this going to affect, you know, the Western medicine protocol that I'm on? And they couldn't answer her. And they'd say, I'm sorry, you just have to talk to your doctor. And then her doctor couldn't answer her because the doctor wasn't trained in, you know, herbal medicine or supplements or didn't know anything about amino acids. And she was so frustrated while she's fighting for her life. And it, just showed me, you know what, there are these huge gaps where people need help. And there are, you know, the supplement industry has become super lucrative. And that's great because it means that people are, are turning to that more. But like all industries, there are players in it that don't have the best intentions. And they're using cheap material and it's adulterated so that they can, you know, uh, it's, it's economic adulteration. So they can make more money off of their turmeric that is spiked with just a simple starch or has like dye in it, you know, so it looks like turmeric. People deserve to have the best quality and they need access to information and they also need affordability. I said earlier, wealth does not dictate health. I feel very strongly about that. And so I thought, you know, what? I'm going to start just a simple line of supplements curated by an herbalist. And the focus is going to be on efficacious dosing because that's an issue that I have. A lot of people sprinkle a little bit of this and a little bit of that in their formula because then people want to buy it, but it's not an efficacious dose to help the issue that they have on the label. You know, like whether it's your nervous system or whether it's liver health, the dose isn't enough for somebody to experience a difference. Oh, interesting. Right? So they're so just basically flushing money down the toilet. Exactly. Right. Or they're not yeah. going to see the results soon sure. enough and they're going to give up because people are impatient, especially when they don't feel well. So I wanted efficacious dosing. I wanted third-party testing, quality ingredients, and I wanted it to be affordable. And so direct to consumer was a must. You know, I have nothing against retailers. They're fabulous. But when you're working on a budget, 
You should not have to pay $50 for a turmeric. You should not have to pay $30 for, you know, a, a whole food based calcium uh, supplement that has all the cofactors so that it actually gets to your bones. You know, you shouldn't have to pay a fortune for things. And so the business for me is really about helping people. And obviously the business needs to be successful because I want to hire a team of people that can work any hours they want. And I want to create a whole different model for, for a working environment. And there's a lot that I want to do. I do a lot of community work with Revitaway. So a lot of donations um, during the pandemic, if people would reach out and say, you know, I've been buying from you, but I lost my job and I can't, we would send them a bottle. You know, it's, that's important to me. Businesses need to do that. And so I can do that because I don't have the, I don't have the distribution channel and the retail channel. That's all taking some of my profit. It's just direct to the consumer. Um, so that was very important to me. And then being able to talk like I am with you about herbal medicine and becoming from a place where if someone says, all right, well, what's an adaptogen that you believe in and what's a good brand? I can say, I love Shisandra. And the reason I love it is because I've seen it work on more people than any other adaptogen. And it feels good. You notice a difference sooner than with other adaptogens. That's just my personal opinion. Herbalists all have their favorite adaptogens. And I want a quality Shisandra product. And so I'm going to introduce that. So I only launched with like 12 products. And the reason being, I looked at in my clinical practice and in my own life, what are the products that made the biggest difference? There are brands out there that have hundreds of products, but it's, you get lost. I'm an herbalist and I even get lost. But before I was an herbalist, I got lost. Which way do I go? I fell in love with using turmeric and ginger together. Dr. Andrew Weil taught me that. Lots of herbalists taught me that. And then TCM and Ayurveda taught me that. They work together. They're from the same family. They're synergistic anti-inflammatories. When they are together, they do beautiful things. So I wanted to create a turmeric ginger and I wanted the turmeric to be C14 tested so that the identity of the turmeric is true. It has curcumins in it. It's powerful for somebody who has an autoimmune condition, for somebody who has very serious, you know, bowel issues or gut issues or mental health inflammation. Stanford did an amazing study on this mental health. It's linked to depression is inflammation in the brain. So if you don't have time to slow down or change anything else in your life, start taking anti-inflammatories, start reducing that inflammation and then see how you feel every day. What's your outlook? So I wanted to create this dialogue with the customer. We answer every support at Her Vital Way. You can even, I love it straight to me, Amy at Her Vital Way. We exist to have that relationship, that connection with the customer. Otherwise, what's the point? The world doesn't need another finished product company. And this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And I love helping teenagers who are just starting you know, uh, their hormonal uh, journey and it's not going well. Because like so many people, I was just thrown on uh, birth control pills and it changed the course of my life and not in a good way. And uh, my doctor should have shared with me and with my mom, all the side effects and what to look for and what could happen. That information was not shared. It was just, oh, this will take your cramps away and normalize things, you know, out of my office. Well, thank you. You impacted my life for almost 20 years. So I like to help young people. Like you don't need to have cramps. In fact, if you have cramps, something's off, there's an imbalance and you, you, you can sleep better and you can have a good outlook. I really love helping others. And so her vital way exists to get people back to listening to their body, advocating for themselves, question doctors. They're not above reproach. 
And a good doctor should say, thank you for the question. They shouldn't say, oh, that's nonsense. That's not going to work, you know, and just write a prescription. It's a dialogue. Your health is everything. Be a part of the conversation. And that's what we're advocating with Her Vital Way. And there is no one size fits all. Your symptoms are somebody else. Two people can have the same symptom, but it's a completely different root cause. There's a completely different reason that symptom is is happening. Look at the individual. And, you know, it's the most rewarding work that I've ever done because I spend, you know, if if I had a, a team of people coming in to analyze my business, they'd say, this isn't good. You're spending way too much time with every customer. <laughs> and I had people say that the first few years of my business. Why don't you just start a nonprofit? And it's like, because I'm doing it a different way. I'm going to show that a business can care. And you know what? I am doing it a different way. And we're growing slow and steady grassroots. I don't do traditional marketing. It's all about helping one person and they tell others. So it's deeply rewarding. And then my only, I always ask everyone, I've invested a lot of time in you. And how I'd like you to return that is please pass it on. Share with somebody else. Share with someone else chamomile tea. Share with somebody else Shisandra Berry that you took for three months. Share with somebody else about rest and restore and, and the root to rise, you know, this mentality of really nourish your root system and don't care about what don't care about what's happening above ground. Take the time to nourish what really matters. And everything else just blossoms on its own. It's unbelievable but you got to nourish, you got to nourish yourself on every level. So that in a nutshell, a big nutshell, <laughs> is why I started her right away. And, and I love it. And I'm going to do a lot more with it. You know, there's going to be a lot more education and outreach and collaborating with other practitioners, but uh, we're, we're going into our fifth year and it's been phenomenal. I that's just amazing. And I love that you are so focused on the customer and not so much like the businessy side, like granted, you yeah. have to keep your business afloat. I get of course, that. But of course, but the way that you do it, it just it reminds me so much of my naturopathic doctor, you two would just love each other <laughs> is just how invested in the patient that you are that you're not so much like making money and and making a profit and getting out there and you know being the top number one supplement company but truly helping people and that the word of mouth and people's experience Mm -hmm. individual experience is the most important and i think that goes so much so much further it's also you know what it it's also sustainable joy which you've seen with your work yeah So I don't have to keep buying, you know, these online ads and Mm -hmm. going into this crazy way of trying to like drive sales because word of mouth just happens every day. Like we're talking about with proactive support and being good to your body every day. It's sustainable. It adds up all of a sudden my sales are growing 15% a month and it's all because of grassroots Mm -hmm. people sharing. I had a great experience. I want to tell you about it. And that's when, you know, that's what should be our definition of success. Mm -hmm. There's all this, you know, startups and let's looking at the bottom line and and what's your worth and, uh, and how can we sell this and make a lot of money? And it's like, that's fine if that's your game. But in terms of creating something you can be proud of, that's different, that makes a difference in other people's lives, it's got to be grassroots. Uh, I'm starting uh, in January, 2022, 
uh, a new company called Fem Farmed that's going to work with her right away. And it's all about supporting small and local farms. And so getting our ingredients from small and local farms and making fresh, uh, you know, skincare and herbal remedies from local farms. Oh, I can't wait for that. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, you know, that too, it's about, these are things that matter to me. And so you got to start in your own life. You got to look at what are the changes I would like to see in this world. And then you've got to start doing it. Be the change. Be Be the the change. change. So one of the things that keeps that I'm taking away from this episode truly is how do we nourish the roots (laughs) of our bodies and so much of this too reminds me of Michaela Cole's speech at the Emmys recently I don't know if you heard it Hmm. I I watch all the award shows I love I love Hollywood (laughs) they nourish you they nourish you they nourish me I love it and she basically said everyone can google it because I cannot do it justice and I'm not gonna repeat it verbatim but she basically said that you know, in a world where, where we are just, we seek value from being seen yeah. on social media or, you know, in front of a camera. She's like, I encourage you to disappear for a while yeah, and not be seen exactly. and be quiet and go away. Mm-hmm. And what is that like to not be seen? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not talking about like people seeing you as in like seeing your soul, but just no. what are you doing what yeah. are you doing by putting yourself out there and, and try? And I'm, you know, talking to myself too. I mean, we have three podcasts right now, but, yeah. you know, stepping away, being silent. And I feel like that is a big lesson that we could all kind of take a look at in our lives mm-hmm. of are we really paying attention to our roots, to our grounding? Yeah. Um, I think we take a lot of that for granted, or we think that we're doing that by like, putting a face mask on and watching reality mm. TV. It's like, that's not really, you know, yeah. great. You know, we get some fun and comedy out of that. But you, are we really, really taking care of ourselves and grounding and and uh, tending to the roots? It's, it's so true. And that is a beautiful sentiment to share to everyone, particularly at this time that we all find ourselves in, where the whole world is experiencing the same thing. You know, the, here's the interesting thing about a journey. Uh, If each of us would go quiet and go on an inner journey and find and discover new things, then we're able to come back into society and share what we learned. But if nobody is going on a journey and everyone's out there in the same race doing the same thing, things start to feel empty. You start to hear the same things from everyone and people start to tune out and get depressed and feel like this whole thing called life is a joke. Who designed it this way? Well, you know what? We don't have to live by anyone else's rules. Listen to yourself. You're not feeling satisfied? Exactly. Go quiet. Look in the mirror. Put your hand over your heart and say, you're safe. I love you. You've got this. And go out in your life every day for you and pay attention. When you pay attention to the moment, life feeds you. It nourishes you deeply. The moment matters. You talk to somebody who's been told they have a few years to live and they figure that out. It shouldn't take a diagnosis to figure that out. It is a beautiful thing to be alive. And if it's not feeling that way for you, then slow down, slow your roll, (laughs) start paying attention to every meal that you make, enjoy it, be thankful for it, Start paying attention to your breathing. Is it tight? Are your shoulders up? Is it shallow? When was the last time you exhaled? When was the last time you made a noise and you just went, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I started doing that on the Peloton. They have like some of the Peloton instructors like will make you... Or yeah. even in yoga. And I'm like, that always feels really good to just like make a noise. <laughs> yeah, just release. But yeah. pay attention, be in the moment. Don't worry about being seen. Don't worry about 
trying to share your accomplishments. You know, somebody says, well, what are you doing? Where are you working? Are you in school? What's going on? Just be like, I'm working at becoming a wonderful human. Like that's a good enough answer. And we need more people to want to answer that way. You know, I, I, this idea that we all have to be doing something super exciting. It's nonsense. It's noise. And it doesn't matter. And it Look doesn't, at your, it doesn't matter. matter. Look at the priorities in your life. The people you love, the people that depend on you, yourself, your health. Get your priorities straight. And life has a way of just figuring itself out. Yeah. And then you get like, you know, the past six months of my life, I was, you know, kind of like in that that transition period, I was in a place where I'm like, I need to kind of reevaluate. And I was suddenly going from 90 miles an hour to 30 miles an hour. And it felt like a complete jolt at first. But then when I was like, oh, 30 miles an hour is actually the pace that I just want to maintain. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that, and then I started seeing a butterfly every day that would like literally (laughs) come visit me. A monarch butterfly would come visit me every (laughs) single day this summer. I'm not even Mm -hmm. joking. Oh, yeah. And my neighbor and I started joking about it because we're like, oh, there he is again. Like we, and we all saw him in the neighborhood because we were communing because I had the time to talk to my neighbors every day and play with the dogs every day. And then we saw the butterfly and it was just like, you know, and now I'm like, I just, it's a kind of silly, but not silly example of just like slowing down. And then I think what will happen is people are scared of the slowdown. They are. But what you will realize is on the other side of that is like, whoa, it's so much better. And why was I going at that pace? Why? Yeah. And what was I running from? I mean, that's the thing, the fast pace. It's like, if you're afraid to slow down, because then you might have to think about things that hurt. Well, you need to go there or they're always going to be there. If you don't go there, it's always going to be there. So what's hurting? What doesn't feel good? And you know, it's great. We all talk to each other a lot and we get everyone else's advice, but don't do that without having a conversation with yourself first. You don't need anyone to give you permission to feel a certain way or to justify why you're feeling something. The fact that you feel it is important enough. So start having more conversations with yourself. I'd like to bring that back. Like everyone should just be talking to themselves. Right. Just talk to yourself a lot more. Yeah. Just talk to yourself a lot more because you got to take inventory. You got to take inventory and um, it's an important part of life. And so when your life forces you to slow down, it can feel awkward. You can feel like you're not doing enough. You got nothing to talk about with people. Well, what's your new normal? And why do you feel the need to share with people everything you're doing and to be interesting to them? Be interesting to yourself. You know, and during the pandemic, for a lot of people, that was starting to make their own stuff and experiment with fermentation and learning a new language, all these things, whatever it is, it's okay if it keeps you present and enjoying your life and and being grateful for the opportunity to every day rediscover something new and to change and to grow. It is a journey and we all need to be changing a lot more. Uh, And sometimes it's the slowing down that forces change. And that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful Mm -hmm. thing to slow down. You start to see instead of green, just going by the car, you start driving slower. You can make out what kind of tree it is. You can actually see a bird on the tree. Like all these things, when you slow down, you see life in high definition. And that is deeply nourishing. The colors become brighter. Food tastes better. Um, The people around you don't annoy you as much. If people are annoying you, that is a huge sign that you're annoyed by yourself. So if you spend your time being critical of others, I'm going to I'm going to invite you or ask you 
to start paying attention to your life more and slowing down and being kind to yourself and forgiving yourself. And then you're going to start realizing that people don't annoy you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to fill yourself up, bring it to the world. The world needs nourished people. Mm-hmm. The world needs deeply nourished people. I think that plants are an integral part of that nourishment and being quiet and being still. Even if you're not comfortable drinking tea, then just find a plant. Drink it through your senses. Sit next to a plant for 15 minutes and just energetically feel that plant. And that might sound really woo-woo to people, but you know, look up forest bathing. Read about what happens to our nervous system, to our blood pressure, to our digestion when we just sit in the company of plants. Okay? It's not made up. There's science. I love science. I believe in it. And I believe in plants. And we don't always know why they work or how they work, but they work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're not alone. Uh, plants are there, and today's a bad day. Tomorrow will be better. That's the way it works. And uh, just keep striving, keep changing. And the best way to change is slow and steady, rest and restore, breathe deeply, root to rise, proactive support, little changes, incremental every day. And then all of a sudden, this huge change has occurred and it overwhelms you and you're so grateful. I feel like everyone listening to this just took a collective deep breath. And if you didn't, go ahead and take one. <laughs> um, I I also want to encourage people to go to hervitalway.com. Now, when they go there, what are they looking for? Like if they wanted yeah. to try something, what do you, they kind of just like read about it and be like, I'm going to try yeah. this or Give it a what try. You, okay. Every, everything on my website is safe. So that's a great question. So I have things broken down into categories. So stress management, um, heart support, liver health, inflammation, immunity, eye health. Think about for you, what could be the biggest like the area that is causing imbalance in your life? Well, stress is one. So let's just focus on stress. So I talked about inflammation and how it's at the heart of uh, a lot of depression. And we're now discovering this and hooray that we finally are because it's something very active that people can do, reduce inflammation, turmeric and ginger for inflammation. You're having a hard time focusing your mind. You got hamster brain, you're all over the place. This is very common. The nervous system gets fried. The messages are not connecting. They're not happening in a productive way. The signaling in our system is off. How do we start to bring it back in, slow it down and make those connections? L-theanine, which is an amino acid from green tea. It's wonderful place to start for people. It's incredibly safe. There's no contraindications. It's even given to children. In Europe, they've done massive studies on it for attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder and OCD for anxiety. It helps you to slow down and focus, but it doesn't make you drowsy. So it's great. If you're someone that drinks coffee, hooray for you. But if you get a little jittery or you just get too revved up, take it with some L-theanine. It's going to make you calm, focused, um, and produce alpha waves in the brain, right? So it's like a a meditation um, that you're helping the body with uh, externally. So Shisandra's on there. You know, if stress, I'm going to guess stress is important for everybody because I think we all underestimate prior stress, current stress, imagined stress, stress that we're anticipating. (laughs) There's a lot of stress. The world stresses you out. If you are an emotional creature, brava to you. We need more emotional creatures, but you got to take care of it because you react to everything around you. So take an adaptogen. Shisandra is a great place to start. 
And stress then helps everything. If you're trying to conceive, if you're working through hormonal changes, perimenopause, menopause, start with stress. Digestive issues, start with stress. You're somebody that suffers from chronic UTIs, get off the antibiotics. We now know, American Urologist Association, 36 packs of the proanthocyanidins in cranberries. It's why the Native American Indians used cranberry, but you have to have 36 packs. It flushes the bacteria out of the system. Take it proactively every day and you won't get UTIs. When you have a UTI, take it as a treatment. This has been substantiated in multiple clinical trials. So our 36 pack is Cranberex. Start getting rid of those UTIs because they're stressing your body out and they're hurting you. So you need to deal with that. So look at, make, sit down and say, what's, what's in my life? I don't go to the bathroom. I don't poop. Okay. I need I need digestive bitters. I'm going to work with milk thistle. Um, I've got inflammation. I take a lot of ibuprofen. I need to stop that. It's not good for my liver and it's throwing my hormones off. I'm going to start taking turmeric and ginger before every workout, after every workout. Just make a list of the things that you intuitively think are off and then come to our website. And if you have questions, email us, support at Her Vital Way. I'll say it again and Amy at Her Vital Way. We're here, we're listening, your questions are valid. Just start listening to your body. You know a lot more than you think you do about what's going on. And time Mm -hmm. and time again, and this is true with all genders and all races and creeds, you know intuitively, doctors should be asking us more. What do you think is wrong? What do you think is wrong? We know our bodies best, but we have to trust that. We have to trust that. And the more we listen to it every day, guess what? Then we really know. That's Mm -hmm. how you knew something was off. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, one of the many reasons was I was pooping like three or four times a day. And I'm like, I was only really pooping one time a day. My naturopath is like, well, poop is great. But, you know, when you know that that's not your normal... And, you know, when your thyroid's going a mile a minute, it's just pooping everything out. I was like, oh, yeah. Pay attention to it. So you have to pay attention to those things. You're not just like, oh, I guess I'm pooping four times a day when I was really only pooping once. I mean, that's everyone's going to be different. But like, you just have to pay attention. Like those little weird symptoms that are coming up for you. Listen to that is basically what you're saying. Yeah. I am. And the body's trying to tell you something and don't ignore it. How does it feel to be ignored? It's infuriating. And then what do you do? You scream it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) Well, that's what a diagnosis is. The body's screaming. I've been trying to tell you for 10 years. You're not listening. What what I love too, and I know, oh my God, I love it that it's 11-11 right now. It's like, of course it is. Um, of course it is. And then we can wrap up. But like, yeah. the one of my favorite things that my naturopathic doctor said is like, once you start listening to the body, yeah. it won't shut up. It won't. It She's won't. like, because once won't. it realizes, oh my God, you're listening. Okay, we have this and this and this to tell you and this to tell you. And I love that like thought because it's like it's true once it starts listening your body's like okay great you're totally listening to me now we're she's like it's like layers of an onion where it's like okay now we want to show you this (laughs) but that's how the healing happens it's through that lay those layers peel them back and get deeper and deeper and deeper healing true healing and it's awesome and it's like a best friend be your own best friend listen to your body it's so rewarding It's going to make you laugh more. It's going to make you feel cared for. It's going to make you full of wonder. And being full of wonder is fantastic for living. 
Well, thank you, Amy, so much for taking the time. I know that listeners got so much out of this episode. (laughs) And listeners, you know where to find her. It's www.hervitalway.com. You can email her. I'll put all the links in the show notes, as well as all the resources we discussed. You can find us, Girls Gone Wild Podcast. Dot com and you can email us girlsgonewad at gmail.com. Thank you, Amy. This was such Thank a lovely you, conversation. It was. It was nourishing. I appreciate it. I appreciate you and your listeners and taking the time. Till next time. There Til will be next time. <laughs> There'll be another. There'll be another. Like we do it.